Antonio is selecting Devin Vassell. Devin Vassell. There it is. All right, let's talk about it. Devin Vassell. What do you like? What do you think he needs to improve on? Evan, did you just bounce? Come on, man. Not the best time, buddy. Uh, so Devin Vassell, guys, that's what it's looking like. He, he was the guy that fell. He, he had a lot of first-round grades, and, I mean, this is the guy that fell. It happens every year, right? Uh, every, every year, somebody falls to the Spurs, and this year it's Devin Vassell. And I'm really high on this guy. Uh, I think he's going to be a wonderful Spur. There he is. Not the best time, buddy. Come on, you got you got to be on this. The Spurs freaking made their pick, and my phone like exploded with the pick. There, that that'll happen. All right, so Devin Vassell, man, let's let's talk about him. He is a really really solid three and D wing, arguably the best in the draft. Um, and he is another guy who has a big long wingspan. At, at least 6'10". He's 6'7", a little less than 200 pounds right now. Like you said, probably going to need to hit the weight room. But Devin Vassell averaged 13 points a game for Florida State. He's still just 19. Uh, shot 49% from the floor and almost 42% from three on a pretty high volume. Uh, he's a guy that will go get a board. He can stand in the dunker spot. He can space the floor. He can move well without the ball. This is a huge get for the Spurs, in my humble opinion. You know, he played a lot more his second year. So he's a sophomore. Uh, I believe he's 20 years old. He'll be 21 in August. So he's kind of a late birthday in that regard, too. Um, It's just he he fulfills a position of need. And Mm -hmm. it's what it's what San Antonio fans have wanted. If he fills out, uh, so a guy, 13 points per game, five rebounds, 42% from three. I mean, all those numbers are pretty solid. You'd sign up for that, right? Um, Yeah. I I think that he is somebody who is going to fit in extremely well with what the Spurs are building. I think he gives you in that starting unit. I don't know if it's going to happen immediately. I think Trey Lyles is still probably going to get the starting nod just based on history of what the Spurs do, but eventually, like if you have, um, you know, Murray, you have Murray White, uh, Walker, uh, Vassell, and Pirtle, like that's a, like that, that's a long team. That's a lengthy, lengthy bunch. Uh, and all, project- all defensive-minded guys. Right? Right. I, I love what the Spurs have done with this pick in really – solidifying themselves with a, a wing defender because they've got guard defenders. They've got three guards that they know can go and stick a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as three and D wings go, they did. I mean, Keldon's developing into that. Luca's still a project. Devin Vassell, uh, who's, who's speaking now. Um, he, he, he is arguably the best fit for, for this Spurs team. They certainly uh, thought so in this draft, there was not a lot of buzz about them being interested in him. Um, and maybe that was them just uh, playing it sneaky, you know, how, how they do. Um, <laughs> but I mean, th- this is a, a huge get for San Antonio here at 11. Um, and 
I'm sure it'll leave everybody else around the league saying, oh, of course he fell to the Spurs and of course they got him. Because that happens every year, right? Um, so it, this is this is just uh, a, a really great pick for the Spurs, in my opinion. I'm, I love Halliburton. I'm glad they, they fulfilled positional need on the wing. Um... <laughs> He's laughing. We have, uh, and and let me say this. Uh, so in, in the, the industry here, we got to exchange video with other stations. And I made sure that when video came down, like uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, you know, a, a blast was sent out to everybody in sports in Tegna. And they were like, hey, if you need prospects, let us know. And two people, you know, wrote down, you know, hey, I got Devin Bissell and Patrick Williams video. And I was like, Send them our way. We need them. So we already got the Devin Vassell video in-house. We're ready to go, prepared for it. Again, this isn't a thing where the San Antonio uh, necessarily got tons of value in Devin Vassell, nor reached. They got the guy who was probably supposed to go exactly where he was supposed to go. It's a very good pick. Devin Vassell, I don't the San Antonio MO. I think he's going to fit like a glove. And, uh, again, it's just, gee, they really, like, they really need that. And he'll now be able to learn under Rudy Gay for a year, which I think helps. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I think it'll, it'll be uh, interesting to see where he fits in the rotation from day one. Obviously, the, the story for the rest of the league was Denny falling all the way to nine. Would have been really cool if he fell all the way to 11. But, I mean... Devin Vassell, I don't even want to call him a consolation prize because this is one of the guys who Spurs fans uh, and probably the organization have been really, really high on um, throughout this whole process. So a very Spursy pick indeed. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with it from a, from a talent evaluation perspective. Um, yeah. I, I think he's going to be a really impactful NBA player from day one. And, you know, he has shot creation upside. You know, he's, he's not just a shooter. He can dribble. He can create his own shot. Um, so this is, this is a huge, huge get for the Spurs. Um, and you got to love what they're building. Going back to 2016, DeJounte Murray, Derek White, Lonnie Walker, Keldon Johnson, Luka Shamanich, and now Devin Vassell. So but those are those are six guys who I think if they if they can keep that core together for a while, um, you know it it's a lot of defense, it's a lot of long arms, and it's a lot of versatility. Um, that's that's very clearly the drafting focus for this team for the past five years. I still believe in Luca too, and I still believe it's too early to yeah, you know you make know you know I've been touting though. Let's please wait. Like, another, like, we're still going to have to wait another year after this one on Luka Shamanich. Right. He was not drafted. He was a project. He was drafted as a project, so we got to give him a couple of years because that is exactly what the Spurs were planning on. After a couple of years, you know, we could talk about it. Year one, didn't look great. <laughs> so we'll move on to year two. But um, as you mentioned, the big thing here is, remember the last couple of years uh, for San Antonio – the defense has certainly fallen off. We're used to San Antonio being a top five defensive team year in and year out. That has not been the case. This team 
is going to be a defensive menace very soon. Very soon. The only problem is they need the person to score points. That is my that's why I love Toppin so much because he would have fulfilled that that need of like, okay, they're building this defensive juggernaut. Here's your point getter. Here's the guy who's gonna put in points. But, you know, if you can figure this is why I said with DeMar after the bubble and all this stuff, for the right price, if you can find a role for DeMar within this young core where he's not taking up all the shots and usage and allowing White and Murray to get theirs and, and eventually Lonnie and Keldon or however you want to do this, Devin Vassell, whatever. Um, DeRozan has a real, a real path on this team. And maybe you don't have to give him a, a long-term deal. I'm sure he wants one because he's kind of on the last legs of his last big contract. But, you know, I don't know, like a two-in-one uh, three and one. At we'll we'll cost. think about all of this stuff later. I'm just man. saying. At, I'm just at saying. This that, point, like, I really long term projecting the Spurs. Like defensively, they are going to be a freaking nightmare. They're going to be really good. All right, we're going to wrap it up here. We're going to go talk to the newest Spur, Devin Vassell. There he is. How's it going, Evan? It's going well. I just had to get you some shine, man, and and tweet out you. Uh, your, your combo there with Mr. Vassell. Oh, me? Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> we're, ju- we're just going to wait a, uh, another minute here uh, till we're streaming live on all of our platforms. Um, but, yeah, that, that, was, that was cool to get to talk to him. Uh, obviously, of course, had to ask him about breakfast tacos. It's crazy. Uh, He's never had breakfast tacos. I mean, it's not a Georgia thing. No, I get it, but like you'd think that you know Florida State or like in like you'd think you'd like in your travels, especially if you're a super accomplished basketball player, you land in Texas at some point and have a breakfast taco. Right. Yeah. You know. Eh. Do you have a breakfast taco of choice in San Antonio? Yeah. No. I mean, the the thing the thing with that is like. If you haven't had a San Antonio breakfast taco, you haven't really had a breakfast taco. <laughs> I don't think. Um, but yeah, no, we'll we'll have that full video of Devin Vassell up on our site and our YouTube actually right now. I just hit the button. So uh, later, if you want to go check that out and see what he said to all of the uh, assembled media, virtually assembled media, um, he, he was asked a bunch of questions, uh, and his answers to those questions were pretty solid. What, what were you, uh, if, if you could have asked him something, what would you have asked him? Yeah, you know, it's like, I, but we're going to give a question to the guy from Chicago. Come on. Um, <laughs> if, if I were to have a question, I just wanted to know really more of his knowledge of the Spurs, like. You know, he says he wa- he said he watched a lot of basketball, so he gets it. I just wanted to know how much of the Spurs he watched when he was watching other games. He said he, you know, he watches tons of film. Is there any Spurs player in the past that he really liked to look at um, that he came across? Um, so those are sort of those were my questions uh, that I, I just wanted to know more in relation to San Antonio. But it didn't seem like, at least with the players on this team, he didn't have a relationship with anybody so he's coming in fresh 
Uh, some, you know, DeJounte, I'm sure, will take him under his wing because that's what, that's what DeJounte does. And, right. uh, man, is a humble dude. Um, like, a, you could tell he's just a really good kid, just likes to work hard. He was so adamant about saying how he will just fit into whatever role the Spurs want. Right. And the biggest thing I, was he worked out for the Spurs. And earlier in the week, he mentioned teams that he worked out for, I believe, and did not mention the Spurs. So sneaky. my conspiracy theory is not only did the Spurs tell him, do not mention you worked out for us, but they are the ones who released the video of him shooting. <laughs> and this, this is what makes the Spurs the greatest organization in basketball. That, <laughs> they that are would playing be... chess while you are playing checkers. Hey, I mean, we, we know Greg Popovich graduated with a degree in uh, Soviet studies, right? That would be <laughs> a, a very... Uh, that that was compromise, right? They, yeah, they, they got him on a compromise that that trebuchet shot uh, tanked his value. Um, but yeah, we're we're up uh, live on all of our platforms here. Uh, hello to everybody, all of the Spurs fans out there. Uh, let us know in the comments uh, how you're feeling about this Devin Vassell pick. Um, we just talked to him uh, for a couple minutes and. This kid seems like really, really down to earth. Um, my first question for him was, um, you know, what what is he into off the court? You know, what, and you know, he, he basically just said he's a, a really low key, chill guy, um, and definitely got that from him um, as as he spoke and as he answered these questions. Um, you know, he he just seems like. Like he'll he'll get along great with Lonnie Walker, like he'll get along great with Derek and Dejounte, who, you know, they they really just love hooping, and and working on hooping, and I don't I don't think you're gonna find this guy you know out of the clubs. I, I think he's gonna be a, a you will pretty find low him at key. Top golf, evidently though. Yes, yeah. he mentioned he mentioned Top Golf. As, uh, as one thing that in clubs if you're 6'7", right? And have a 6'10 a <laughs> wingspan? Like, what... Are they are they shorter or longer? I guess it, I guess it depends. Uh, but... I don't know. Well, you know I'll, he, I'll have to set up a tea time with him. He, he just seems to be a, a really good organizational fit. Um, you know, attitude-wise and... Um, Certainly with what he brings on the court. I mean, this guy, talk about filling a need. Um, he, he mentioned, he was asked uh, by Paul Garcia, Project Spurs, um, you know, what's your preferred position? Could you play small ball for? Um, and he, he said his, his most natural position is shooting guard. Um, but, you know, he's 6'7". He's got that big wingspan. He can certainly play on the wing at the three. And he said as much, he, he said, I, I played it at the small forward all through college. So, um, and, you know, another thing that he mentioned from high school to college to now going into the NBA, it's whatever the team needs. He can be a little more flexible. He can be a little bit more moldable into a role that 
whatever whatever the Spurs need him to do, he can do. In your eyes, on day one, what is his role on this team going to be? So, just for this season, you know, I have to see if he's going to actually – got to figure out the G League situation. Is he going to go down to the G League? Is he beyond that? You know, I always, we always joke, like, all the prospects go down to the G League to figure their stuff out. It's tough to know if San Antonio will actually do that with Vassell because they really haven't had this high of a draft pick in 20-plus years. So they haven't had this kind of caliber of player to bring into the organization in a long time, and that's not any shade to Keldon or to DeJounte or to Derek. These, these guys are great, but sometimes you need to, you know, they need a little bit more work. You want to get them some more reps. So I don't know if on day one he would go down to the G League if the G League is existing this year. He very well might for at least a small stint. Uh, I don't think he's going to spend all year down there if that does happen. I think if he does get sent down there, it's to really learn the terminology system, and then he'll do the stuff where he drives back and forth. But day one, I probably see him, you know, if it was at least me uh, coming off the bench in like a like a five- to seven-minute roll of sorts, maybe like – at the end of the third quarter, beginning of second quarter sort of deal is when you try to play him. Um, you know, I don't envision, like, he's going to be starting day one, but uh, he's, he's an impressive dude. And throughout the course of the season, I would bet a lot of money you'll see a little bit more of, of Vassell as the season goes on. But day one, um, you know, the Spurs are going to take it slow. That's what they do, especially in a year where – um, things are so compact and we're moving really fast into the new year. Um, there's really going to be no time to sort of waste and, you know, taking a step back and sort of like easing him into the process. He's going to be thrust right in and, and he'll have to figure it out. And for the Spurs, figuring it out usually takes a little bit of time. Uh, I also want to say Jaden McDaniels was just taken. So, uh, bye. Uh, I think the Wolves, I think I saw, but there have been so many pick trades. I think it's to the Knicks. So I think the Knicks got Jaden McDaniels. Yeah, we're getting to that point in the evening where it's like we we don't know whose picks are whose. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I hear what you're saying on, on his rollout of the gate. I disagree, and, and I'll tell you why in a second. First, I got to just uh, address our friend Mariah from Ken's in the comments here. These are not cats. It's a, it's a floral print here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Hello, Mariah. But, how's it going, Mariah? Always good to see you. Um, but as far as Vassell's ability goes, highest Spurs draft pick since Tim Duncan. Um, and I, I recently, and by recently, I mean you know, thirty minutes ago, saw a. Uh, a Spurs fan who, you know, was was not excited about him and compared him to Kyle Anderson. That's not the comp here. Yeah, I mean, the they're they're both six seven, sure. Uh, but the the comp is Kawhi to me, um, and you know, it's because he's. 
the Spurs drafted the Spurs took Kawhi. They traded up to 15 to get Kawhi. Um, and at this point in their career, shot. Um, and he he has that uh, that next level to get to with playmaking, but he's shown flashes of that. Um, if if you had to pick a comp for him, who, who would you say? Oh man. Um... Oh, um, good question. I think it's Coach Mason, I think Clay Kawhi, Thompson. I think, I think Kawhi, I need him to fill out a bit. But, I mean, yeah, like Kawhi year one, you know, wasn't the Kawhi who he is now. I mean, Kawhi worked his tail off. And, you know, to that credit, Kawhi found a role year one with a stack team. And so we're not even talking about a stack right. team uh, this time around. Exactly, so, and that's why you know, I think he's going to play more than your typical Spurs rookie. Because your typical Spurs yeah. rookie, I mean, and, for, forget and, about the complications with COVID. Forget about if we even have a G League season and, you know, the complications of going back and forth and, and the health implications of all of that. Um, you know, this this is the best – drafted on draft night in a very long time. And because of oh, totally. who he is and what he does, he, he's very easy to plug and play. Like, I don't think there's a team in the league that you could drop Devin Vassell onto, and he wouldn't be, at the very least, a productive defender and floor spacer. So for all those reasons, I, I think we're going to see quite a bit of Devin Vassell in San Antonio pretty much from the jump. Um, I, I think they're going to want to get him involved and in developing chemistry with these guys right away. So, um, so here, you know, I, I, go ahead. I, I wanted to, um, I wanted to look up wingspan and, and height and all that stuff before I said it, but uh, would, would, would Covington not be uh, Covington's a little Covington bigger. Ass? He is a li- his wingspan a little bigger, is but bigger. I, I think he's a better shot creator than Covington, though. Um, I, I can agree with that. And yeah, somebody somebody in here mentioned his weight. He definitely needs to bulk up a little bit if no, he's he, going to be, does. Uh, you know, especially if he's going to be guarding up a position at that small ball four, like he was asked. Um, I, I think that might be, um, you know, where he fits with this group, um, at least at the three. Um, I, I don't think we'll see much of him at the two, um, but it depends. I mean, again, that's that's the thing. That's one of the very attractive things about Devin Vassell, right? The versatility. You can play him in a whole variety of situations, and he's going to be impactful because of his skill set, his intelligence for the game, yeah. and, and, it, and 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 I totally, you know, and and I I said that as well. Like, look, this is the best. Play- raw skills position that they drafted not I mean traded up for we can talk about Kawhi but uh you know in two decades so you know I would love to say that he's gonna play right away I'm just we have lived in a world where the Spurs are very conservative with their prospects I just don't know mostly a little bit um but I think that he's you know, I've, I've said this even during the draft role. 
here and there. He doesn't need to spend time in the G League, in my opinion. If he's going down to the G League, it's only just to kind of get him, you know, it's to kind of teach him. Like, let's say that Greg Popovich and Bunch, they wanted to start running things right away. You know, I remember uh, the last couple of years, Pop has talked about how they need, you know, at least two years ago, they needed to do so much more teaching on day one than ever before. Um, and that hindered some growth because they had, you know, they had the same team year after year. And day one was probably like day 20 uh, for other teams. So I don't know if they're going to get in with a fairly, uh, with a group that's been together for a long time and, you know, tell the cell or, or they might send him down to Austin to be like, look, we're going to give you like a couple of weeks here. We'll get him back. Um, but yeah, man, I, I hear what he's saying there. You back, Evan? All right. There you go. Say that, um, you know, the only the only way I see him going down to the G League is just to allow him to learn things at a slower pace out of the gates. And again, I don't see him playing 40, 30, 20 games in the G League. It would be probably like 10 to 12 max, and then that would kind of be over. So I'm not saying that's going to happen or they're going to go that route. I'm just saying that if he does get sent to the G League, I can understand why from that perspective. But I do think he is NBA ready and could fulfill some sort of role for a team who desperately needs his skill set. Right. Now, something that I'm thinking about now in terms of what makes him different from some of the more recent Spurs first round picks, um, you know, you, you look at, I mean, obviously Luka Shamanich last year when they took him project, um, but yep. DeJounte, Derek White, Lonnie Walker, Keldon Johnson. Oh, the first three absolutely guards. And Keldon, in, in Austin, they were teaching him to be a point guard, essentially. Um, so because Vassell plays more of a, an off-ball role, and I guess in a sense there's maybe a little less to learn about running the offense mm-hmm. sure you got to know where to be but do you think that the positional element of it will will have any impact on that it, in my opinion it should <laughs> um you know you know whether you want to keep him with the group and not play him right away and allow him to ease into things but um you know they they need him they they need his skill set he, he fits yeah. into what this group um, so I, I don't know what it's going to look like from day one, but as I said, I'm, I'm way more optimistic midway through the season that his role will expand in some regard, um, because he, he's, he's a good talent and as he gets stronger and his body fills out, I'm very excited to see what he's, uh, going to turn into. Uh, you know, I, I have a really good friend who's a great talent evaluator, has, worked in NBA circles through analytics and whatnot. And he, you know, I was talking with him and he just sent me a message. It's like the Spurs do not miss. They do not miss. And this, you know, he, 
he loves him. He's uh, analytically, analytically very friendly. And you just, you gotta, you gotta find a role for him and take whatever rookie lumps there are going to be in that limited role, you know, unlike what locker treatment where, I don't know, I guess he didn't box out or something and he got benched for, for two, right. two to three weeks. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree. And I, I think for all the reasons that we've, we've said, because he is so NBA ready, because he has these physical tools, because he is, you know, I mean, he, he's, he's certainly the most complete player that they have, have drafted in a, in a long time. And, uh, he just, he just screams, throw me into the fire and, and mm-hmm. see what happens. Um, so yeah, I, I have high hopes for his rookie year. Um, maybe probably not rookie of the year, but I think he'll probably be by the end of the year, an impactful rotation player playing about 18 to 20 a game. Um, I, I, I think, I think he'll get to that point. Um, so we're currently wrapping up the uh, first round here. The Boston Celtics are on the clock with uh, pick number 30. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the board here, who are you hoping falls to the Spurs at 41? I'm going to pull up the board right now to just make sure I don't say name because I missed a little bit of those middle picks while we were on the uh, – Right. Yeah. While we were on the call. Well, so, once I did, the Spurs I pick, see, we started talking about that. Yeah, I just I, – I did just see Malachi Flynn get taken for Toronto, which is like the perfect Fred Van Vliet uh, replacement. Replacement, yeah. Yeah. Because um, he's I'm, gone. I'm, yeah, and it looks well, the Grizzlies took Desmond Bain, who I really liked. So that stinks. Mm-hmm. Um, that was going to be a name that I said. Great job by the Grizz, um, the TCU product. Teo Maladon is up there, and not that I necessarily am in love with him. He was once considered a lock for the lottery and really slipped. Uh, we do know that the Spurs, um, Spurs. This, I think the Spurs worked him out, right? I'm, oh, now I'm like all mush. I believe they they, did, they, they either worked him out or they interviewed him. I'm I'm almost um, I'm almost certain that the Spurs worked at Tail Maladon. Uh, I would be like and, I'm like and 90% this is a, a Tony sure. Parker protege. Right? Correct. He, he played for Tony's team in France. Yeah. So, so there is that connection there, which you know um, gives me some interest. Um, Xavier Tillman is an interesting guy. Yes. So, I really like him. So I, I, I and. You know, as far as like, I mean, his his role on the court we can is one thing, but he is just such a good dude. Like that, he is an awesome guy. I wonder, do they want to step back into the with uh, Woodard? I mean, maybe if he if he's still available. Uh, yeah, right now I'm ESPN just, has him as the as the third uh, third ranked best available. Yeah, they can uh, get another the, Mississippi State guy and another Colorado guy in Tyler Bay. Right. So as as far as big men go, you know, we, we talked to Vassell and he, he said, you know, somewhere between shooting guard and small forward. I can see him playing small ball four, depending on the lineup, depending on the opponent. Um, but do you think that the Spurs will look for, like, 
a, a big man, a true big man, or just I go think, best player? I think at this point. Man. So I want to say I'm thinking that um, uh, Oturo is a guy also who was once considered a lottery pick and has slipped. His shot has looked better in the workout videos that I've seen. Um, so, you know, another name out there, which has been a popular name with a wide ranging amounts of opinions have been Tyrell Terry, who is like a buck 75 and a soaking wet t-shirt and like nine soaking wet t-shirts. Like that dude needs uh, to find a barbell. But <laughs> beyond that, I mean, he's got some like Steph Curry in his game. That's what makes people so exciting because he's got that electricity factor. Um, but yeah, so I guess for me, I'm thinking that, that Tillman, Oturu, um, and um, another late guy that I like, which I Tyler Bay. Tyler Bay taken. Go ahead. Oh yeah. No, um, no, no. I, I was just saying. I was just. Oh, Tyler Bay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and not that I necessarily love. What about uh, Reggie Perry? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, and another and, Mississippi um, State guy. Yeah, and um, uh, Killian Tilly. I'm not gonna forget him this time. Is he still on the board? He is. Really, I, I I I can say that I can get I can almost guarantee you that Devin Vassell will not be in Austin all year. Um, and again, right. um, you know, don't don't make me go on a rant about how Austin uh, looks okay. Um, you know, there there are a lot of benefits with Austin. Do the Spurs sometimes abuse? staying there too long. Sure. No, I don't think Keldon need to be in Austin as long as he did last year, but you know, their de development program works and you can point to players who didn't need develop, you know, didn't need to go down to the G league and have success. I can point to you and tell you a million players who also didn't go to the G league and flamed out immediately. You know, we don't necessarily have a control group, which is the issue. The only thing I can tell you is that what the Spurs do works. So if it works, then why complain about it? Because they rarely mess up, you know, in their whole uh, – and there goes Tyrell Terry to Dallas. Interesting. Okay. Which – so now you have a team, which could be fun to watch. Do you think they – I mean, what, what do you think his role will be year one? Do you, uh, do you think he's I, NBA ready, or do you think he needs to find a barbell that bad? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe like a small role, like off the bench. But, I mean, I think he needs like a year. Like, you got to get him. He's got to be conditioned a bit more. Uh, yeah. Just, just, just he's, you know, like, and there are 72 games this year versus 82, so that's going to help a little bit. But just the the grind of an NBA season is so taxing on your bodies. And like, you know, for those out there, I, I was able to cover uh, Gonzaga basketball for four years. And during my time there was when like Sabonis went to, uh, went to Indiana and got, or sorry, went to Oklahoma city, got drafted. And I just remember like hearing stories of like that first year, just 
and being like, man, like you get to gain like 30 and 40 and like your body is just hurting. So yeah. like when you are, when you're just not quite there physically, like maybe Tyrell Terry can have like a hot start, but like he just, he just needs time to build up his body. I mean, think of like Bryn Forbes coming into the league, you know, right. obviously Tyrell Terry has a extremely, extremely higher ceiling than Bryn Forbes. I'm purely just talking about build like Bryn needs some time and look at him. He's yoked now, but like, right. You know, it just, like Terry's just gonna need some time. Speaking of builds, I I keep thinking about Xavier Tillman, man, because he's listed at six eight with a seven one wingspan and two hundred forty five pounds as a center. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he 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 made a couple of threes. He's not gonna be a, a big three point shooter right out of the gate, but this is a guy who helped Michigan State to win 70, 77% of the games that mm-hmm. he played in. Um, this, is, this is a guy who is so disruptive playing pick-and-roll defense that teams just stopped trying because he, he was so disruptive, even as an undersized center. So, you know, th- there are a lot of things there that to me say, you know, could could be – one of those overlooked guys who falls to the Spurs and, you know, they, they, um, you know, get a player who maybe doesn't have all the physical tools, but is a winner and, and a yeah, gamer and, and knows how to play. Yeah. I, I think uh, I'm seeing, I see somebody had a, uh, an NBA comp for him as, as Derek favors esque. Yeah. Uh, it's slash Kyle O'Quinn. Um, you know, I, I yeah, haven't done right. any, any specific NBA comp on Tillman. But, yeah, I think he's just a guy who – he's also a guy – I mean, he's, he's older, definitely NBA ready, and he will fulfill a role and do it well. And he's not going to do anything crazy in the box score, but he's going to provide great minutes for you. And, again, I mean, you couldn't get a better dude. Like, I just – I have, I have a, a really good friend – who works in uh, that market covering Michigan State. So through his work, I'm able to see a bit more of Michigan State than uh, a lot of, you know, some other guys that pop up and whatnot. And I just remember, like, just following out, you know, following them through the season, just being like, I'm so impressed with this dude. This dude's good. Like, so, um, you know, do it just depends what the Spurs want. I definitely think they need a bit more size. If they do take, like, an Xavier Tillman or – um, Oturu out of Minnesota, I do think that maybe Metu's time in San Antonio is over. Yeah. Right? Probably. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I would say also you have to consider Teo Maladon if he drops that far, right? Like, you right. know, he, For sure. he, dro- he drops significantly and, you know, there are some red flags and that's why he's here. But at 41, Uh, he's For me, at 41, after you've already attacked positional need with your top pick, I, I say just take the best player available, whoever you, whoever you think that is. If it's a big man, great. If it's a guard, great. Charlotte's taking Vernon Carey. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've, reached, we've reached that point of the draft now where 
the big boys, you know, have like undrafted yeah, grades these that are teams just take because they like them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're we're gonna have to wrap it up here before the Spurs throw their their dart in the second round. But if you if you had to predict who who it is, who do you think it's gonna uh, be? I'll go with I'll go with Tillman. I'm I'm gonna go with Aturo. I, I I think he would be a a similarly yeah, he, good fit. But either, if they wind up with either one of those guys, awesome second round pick. Yeah, to- I'm totally on board with both. And before we go, just your your final thoughts on how this how this draft played out. The draft played out pretty much like not like one two three four five how the picks went as we all expected. Coming in, I think we all, if we were all putting money on a player that the Spurs were going to draft, Devin Vassell would have been the favorite. And that's who the Spurs got. And there were going to be a a litany of names if the Spurs chose them. I like this pick. You know, but Devin Vassell is somebody who fulfills a need and a want. It's sometimes hard to do both at the same time, but. But that is exactly what you get him to sell. And from everything that I heard in the interview process, he, he, he knew exactly what his role was going to be, and that's to come in and just soak everything up. And long-term, again, you know, I mentioned it before, but long-term, the San Antonio Spurs – are going to be an absolute nightmare defensively. And if they can find, or, or it's just like, as long as they can get some sort of offensive production, like they are going to be a deadly team. They are building up crazy length. And that, that as far as from, you know, the 6'4 to the 6'10 range, that's where they're going to be living, and they're going to be a very long team. It's funny that they drafted Vassell because they remind me of like a, they're building kind of like a Florida State-esque team that when you, you look at them on the court, you're like, holy crap, they're all, they're all so long. Um, but, man, it's, it's, really, it's a really exciting pick. Uh, it's been a long time for San Antonio Spurs fans to bring this kind of caliber player on draft night into the organization. And... I don't know what this season is going to bring for the San Antonio Spurs, but the future remains extremely bright. Our, our friend Jackson Floyd just said Josh Richardson to Dallas. Interesting. That's a thing. Interesting. That's a- <laughs> All right. I, I will uh, give, give just my last thoughts here on the Vassell pick. Um, and Oturo's being taken by the Knicks. So there goes. Okay. But going into this night, I kind of feared that uh, after all the smoke about the Spurs trying to move up, they were going to keep the 11th pick, they were going to pick somebody, and it was going to really annoy a lot of fans. Um, And I I really don't think that you can be upset with this pick. I don't. I mean, it's, it's a great value pick. This is a guy who could have been gone as early as six or seven. Um, and he, he, he fits in like one of them round pegs, you know, he's, he's exactly the type of, like, if you could build a player in the lab for this, this Spurs team, 
it's probably Devin Vassell. Um, so while I'm sure there are fans who are uh, upset that Denny didn't slide all the way to 11, I know Jackson's upset about that. Uh, I know I would have loved to see Denny in a Spurs uniform. Um, but the Spurs holding on to this 11th pick and getting Devin Vassell is um, it, it's it's going to be hard to be upset with, especially once we get him on the court and see what he can do and how he fits with these other guys. I'm excited. I know you're excited. Uh, we'll be keeping an eye on what the Spurs do with this second pick. Um, and when that guy becomes available to talk to, uh, we'll, we'll try to get in a few questions with him, get those videos up. Um, but yeah, all, all of our coverage is on kens5.com. Uh, my name's Tom Petrini at Real Tom Petrini oh, on Twitter. Descending Seth Curry to Philadelphia. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Evan, tell and you're not crazy for liking Killian Tilly, by the way. Uh, Killian Tilly's a a great prospect. Just injury history is a a very very big question mark. Evan, uh, it's just at Evan Klosky, right? Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, spending the night here. And uh, I'm excited, guys. I, I hope you are, too. All right. Signing off for the night from the Big Fun Pod. Uh, we'll, we'll keep you up to date on kens5.com. And uh, have a good night, guys. Thanks for hanging yeah, out Yeah, have us. a good one.